Right. We're back. We're back. This is right, the second. This is the second. It's, oh my god, stop it. I know. What the f- god. We're back. We're back. Why are we back? I don't know. I feel I think we're back only because um we I mean we have to finish the circle. We the have circle to must it. be complete. Yep. We've yep. done every other movie. The, yep. the Jedi, the, the the final Jedi, the Jedi end, the end of the Jedi, the last Jedi comes out this week. Yes, the end of the Jedi. The end of the Jedi. That's it. That's mm-hmm. the movie we're seeing. I love Star Wars, the end of the Jedi. The end of the Jedi, great movie. It's like a dad who just can't get right I think, names I think and bands we should and do stuff. instead of talk about the Force, because we're doing what like we're doing. We'll talk about what we thought about the Force Awakens, and right. then watch the Force Awakens, and then talk about what we thought about after it right i think we should just summarize the last jedi having mm-hmm. not seen it and we'll just publish this and it's like last jedi first review yeah oh and we, we should just, do that we can do like an hour we can just talk for an hour yeah i would actually not be opposed to doing that that would be better than this <laughs> i am definitely we can do a two-parter and that can be the second part <laughs> yeah but that, I, i'm actually very on board for that yeah that sounds pretty good to me too because i feel like i have a lot of thoughts on the last jedi and (laughs) i definitely pirate it and have already seen it like everybody else it has thai subtitles but that's all right it has thai subtitles. oh you've seen that yeah the uh i send you it the 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 backstroke of the west West. yeah it's the best um but yeah we're uh Anyway, we're here to talk about The Force Awakens, or just all, like, I guess this is the last thing that's going to be out before we see The Last Jedi. So basically, what have we, what have we even done here with this whole watching all the Star Wars and over, is there anything more overanalyzed in cinema history than Star Wars? I don't think there is. Probably not. Uh, Just every single second of these films have been scrutinized and torn apart, especially with the prequels, the way they came out and the way they were presented. Yeah, um, you know, that's an interesting, uh, that's kind of a a, a weird way to talk about it. Yeah, it's like, there is no other, I mean, specific, like a specific franchise or series of movies. I mean, I think you could probably say that, like Citizen Kane or like, um, you know, some of like, like, early stuff like uh, birth of the nation right birth of the nation has probably been like those have been used as like as, teaching tools yeah and they've they've birthed like different types of yeah you know camera angles and ways to shoot a thing and so they were obviously studied yeah but these have been straight up criticized yeah and you just it's a we- torn yeah. apart it's by a, expectation and, yeah and i think you know we're obviously contributing to that kind of i would call it a garbage pile to a certain extent, because, it's certainly a garbage pile. Yeah, and it's like you know, I was th- I was thinking about this like when you're coming over today. I'm like, you know, like what is this? Like what are we doing? You know, yeah. and a, a lot of it I think is out of a like we're not doing anything else. We're just kind of bored and like you know we you know like talking about Star Wars and right. figured you know we're, we think we're smart and whatever. Yeah, but I think yeah, it's I think a lot of it is that Star Wars is just like a. a for part of it, and I think I don't know if you agree with me about this, is that it not being flawless has kind of added to its legacy. Right. Absolutely. Like I said, like I made yeah. I, a couple weeks ago, I I kind of like I tweeted it was like the the prequels are just as iconic. Yeah. And I think and part of yeah. that is just because they're not very good. Right. And um and it's, especially in today's thing, because I responded to your thing, which I responded to that tweet of yours that they were just as iconic. 
And they really are because they're the most memeable yeah. movies. It's just... series of movies that I've ever seen. Like, you can't really make memes out of the original trilogy. You can, but they're not. But they're not like necessarily um, as ill-natured or you know ill-natured. I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's that great. There's like a great series of memes for the prequels that it's like it sh- sets up a scene and then shows a scenario where the trilogy could have ended right there, or all of Star Wars could have ended right there. You know, that's funny. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> Like when Anakin had, or when Mace Windu has Palpatine, and he's like, "No, we have to save him. We have to put him in front of the thing." And it's like, "Well, why don't we just cut off his hands so he can't use them anymore?" It's like that's a good call. <laughs> and it's like, end of the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I think you know what is imperfect about them is what makes them kind of like more memorable and fun, right? You know, and. Uh, I don't know, and and part of me, and I, I'm kind of thinking about this now, like with regards to, uh, like especially the Force Awakens, and to a lesser extent Rogue One, and maybe this one. Um, one thing I've said in the past, like in the past, is that I hope the Last Jedi like isn't perfect. Yeah, I hope it is just like leaves something. You know, like I hope I feel anything. Like when I saw, I I really like the Force Awakens. It's a good movie, but there's this and i'm sure there are a hundred different people who said it but like perfect art doesn't contribute anything right you know and i hope that this like i said we're not we're, we're gonna be talking about the force awakens but i hope with anything with the last jedi is that it contributes something yeah to anything you know like because part of what makes you know uh the original trilogy so great is that there are kind of weird things about it that mm-hmm. kind of change the expectations and especially now with how many how like there's kind of been like a formula that has been cracked to make like a perfect two and a half hour long blockbuster movie. Yeah, I'm just hoping that there are some sort of expectations that are toyed with, and um, that it isn't isn't like that. Right. You know. No, I, I I agree, man. I hope it's. I mean, the Last Jedi. I've seen previews for it. I've watched probably every trailer. I've seen all the stuff. I'm expecting it to be something awesome. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I have very high expectations for this one. Higher than The Force Awakens. When I, I was telling John before we started that before The Force Awakens, I didn't re-watch any of the Star Wars movies before it came out. I just kind of went and saw it with knowing I had seen those movies years ago. Mm-hmm. And I used to be very obsessed with Star Wars in high school and like, probably early college and as soon as i saw the force awakens it was like a cigarette addict like i had just smoked like a pack of cigarettes and was all the way back in on it i was like this is this is what i remember being awesome because it is basically a remake of a new hope yeah i mean most of the beats are exactly the same yeah um it's got the star killer base which is the death star you know it's got the fight at the end Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the roles are put on like Han Solo is Obi Wan, you know, Ray is is Luke, yeah, uh, BB Eight is R two D two. I think that Finn is C three PO, which when you watch it, I'll I'll tell you why I think that is. That's why it's so mean. Why I know, it's... but I think Finn is C three PO from the original one. No, I I I made I think and I think we'll talk about that. I'll. Just to kind of like, I guess I'll preview a thought that I had about, and I think I may have said this in one of these other dumb podcasts. Yeah, is that I think I I think Finn is Han Solo, and that um, 
and you look, and I've said this, I'm sure I've said this before, anyways. Now, yeah. Finn is um, the the type of uh, like back when you think about Han Solo, like the movie came out what 1977. Yeah, Han and Han Solo was just like the archetypical like masculine man, like male dominant figure, yeah. like an alpha He's male a character. He's a pirate. He's like of that era. Like mm-hmm. he's just like. He could be like Charles Bronson. Or yeah, he's like the dirty cowboy. The like pirate, he's like the, the big badass. Mm-hmm. And in in the, that out role, for yeah, in that role, I mean, it still exists, but it's not like reflective of like kind of standard male personification now. Right. And Finn is fits in like I, I remember. You think about Finn, he's like not cocksure. Yeah. He's not. You know, like he's kind of he's questioning everything, and he's kind of. Yeah. Like, in in some ways like self-loathing and like aware yeah. that he's just a cog right and i think that's what makes him in the han he's in the han solo spot but he's again he, that's he's playing the man right right and the man now in 2015 2017 is different than the man in 1977 right and especially I'm, in cinema like yeah. you're saying like the way that that they're portrayed you know, like, yeah. the big movies back then, it was, like you said, Clint Eastwood. It's, like, the guy who doesn't say much, says exactly, you know, he's very direct. He's looking out for himself. He, mm-hmm. you know, he ended up having Chewbacca, you know, at his side. But he was also kind of, like, you know, he was a buddy, but he was definitely a sidekick. Like, he was yeah. definitely under him. You know what I mean? Like, it, what they weren't equals. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. It's. I think. I remember the first time I saw it, I thought it was awesome. I feel like the more that I've watched it, the less awesome I think it is. The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Huh. Just because, like I said, I've revisited the original ones, and I these last couple of days I went through and I watched uh, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, and. I noticed a lot of the stuff that had been taken from A New Hope in this movie, and it just, I don't know how much it stands on its own, um, as, but it, you know, I think it was a great, it's, it was a very safe way, I think we've talked about it before, a very safe way to launch the series back off and to make something that was very broadly appealing um, instead of, what I think The Last Jedi is going to do, which is going to be a lot more specific and way darker and actually get into some some themes that are more exciting to explore as far as the morality of the idea of the Force and the good and the light. And, you know, it's it's been in the previews the whole time. Whereas the last one was like, look at the Millennium Falcon. Look at, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> look at, you know, Chewie, we're back. We're back home. You know, yeah. like lines like that where you're like, hey, it's Han Solo. Hey, here's Leia. Hey, yeah. here's C-3PO. Here, you know, it, it it's a lot of that, which is fun. And it, you know, I think it, it also, like I think the biggest part of this movie, the thing that I'm most excited to explore in the next film is Ray's vision. And I think that's really... Yeah, we talked about that last time about like how that's been fucking analyzed in eight hundred different ways. Yeah, exactly. It was. It's really the only thing that's laid out there that's like, what was that? We don't really know. And mm-hmm. also Snoke, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Let's go watch it. I guess we can go watch it. Are we so. gonna watch the Christmas special? 
We will watch the. We can watch the Christmas special at some point. Yeah, let's, we'll see. All right, let's watch the Force Awakens. I want, dude. I actually want to do Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han Solo. How many times did they say Han Solo in that movie? If you. Um, <laughs> it it was it had to be in the 20s i would say around around 20 like around 20 and that was, might be lowballing it it was no ma- no matter how you cut it it was too many times no they said if you had a drinking game where it was just anytime they said han solo or luke skywalker and you yeah. had to drink or like take half a shot or something oh my you God. would be dead be you would be tanked you would be rob baronis drunk no exactly you would be so drunk um but yeah what'd you think what was your impression ever ha- after have not having seen it yeah I, I like i said i hadn't seen it in probably a year more than a year wow that's a while i don't know oh I, I watch other movies okay oh you watch other movies i don't yeah, know what that's like apparently there are other movies i don't know okay um uh, but yeah, no, it's it's good. It's like like I said, it, it it didn't. This viewing didn't really change anything for me. It was no. like it's like yeah, like this is a perfect movie. Like this is like yeah. they they na- like again. It's the same with like a like a new hope. It's like three X structure. It sucks you back in. It really, it. I feel like this movie was made for people that hadn't seen Star Wars in a while or hadn't that, watched it. That or people whose last impression was of the prequels, which right. were again flawed, but in a yeah. way. Like I said before, like what is flawed about them is what makes them memorable and like possibly some sort of contribution to cinema. Yeah. Whereas this movie, I, I think it's it's formulate. Here's the thing: I, I'm saying these things that sound. I mean, they they are they, negative. They to say, could to, be taken to negatively. call a, to call a movie formulaic is to criticize it. That's just. But a, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. If but at the same time, you could this. also say it hits the right notes. It, right. It, it's well crafted. It's a good pop song. Right, like I said, I think, I, think this, I made. I that's think I made what this, this is. It's this, a good pop song where you're like, "This is the hit of the summer." Yeah, like, I can is, listen to this. And yeah, it, I don't hate it. Like I know it's a pop song, yeah. but it's a fun pop song. Right, like they knew what they were doing. They weren't like again. They were. This was about restoking a fire, so to speak. Exactly. To, to bring everyone back in, to to remind people what they liked about these movies to begin with, and if that was what they wanted to do, and I think it is, they did a great job. Is it my favorite movie? No. no, and I think, I looking back, I like Rogue One way more than this. Yeah, I think Rogue. Well, Rogue One took a lot more chances, which it made its own way, you know, for for mm-hmm. a movie in this genre. Yeah, in the you know, as a Star Wars movie, it took a lot more chances. It brought a lot, you know, it brought different things to it. This was very much we had a we had a running joke throughout the movie where they would say a line and would be like, yeah, like. In the originals, you know. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is. You're Han Solo, the pirate from the originals. From the originals, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the clone army from the prequels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that was great. Um, but yeah, no, I, again, it's it's a good movie. You blew up the Death Star from the original. Like, yeah, and, and don't say the Death Star from the originals. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, there was a lot of that throughout. I, the I movie. think. Yeah, I think now, especially. You know, because when that movie came out, everyone saw it and was like, "Wow, that was great!" Everyone yeah. was very, very excited about it. Now I'm looking back, it's like, "Yeah, it's a good movie." Like it's, it's some, it's not something I'm gonna reach for. I no. wouldn't say. It's, it's not to Blade be honest. Runner. Yeah, it's, it's not, not Blade Runner. 
If like if I had the choice between obviously Blade Runner, I'd rather watch that. But even if yeah. I had the choice between watching that and uh, Revenge of the Sith, I'd rather watch Revenge of the Sith. I, I really I think Revenge of the Sith is better than this movie. I yeah, and uh, again, and I'm not even sure if it's necessarily like better in yeah. some sort of um, like critical term, or um, it's just more it's more memorable. Right. Not memorable as much as it is. It's more it's more kind of drawing. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel. Like this movie, I was just kind of in and out of it. And like we were saying, like it's getting late and you yeah, know, it's dark out. But uh, yeah, I, again, it's I'm, we're saying all this shit, but it's it's fun. It's it's right. like the jokes are really good. That we predicted the exact number of jokes. Oh my god! Yeah, so we started the movie and there's like a couple comedic relief moments in the beginning Very with Poe, where he's talking to Kylo and he's like. Well, should you do I start talking? Do you do you start talking? You know, and then there's another little joke and John and I we came up with this idea of an over under of how many comedic relief moments do you think there are throughout the movie? Yeah, just things that are j- jokes. Just jokes. Are, they're written as a joke. Right. Not even not even, you know, kind of like a slapstick thing. But just things that are in the script yeah. and they're jokes. So we started off with 20 and we thought maybe that's too many. So then we went down to 15 and we're like, well, we kind of like the middle. So we landed on 17.5 as an over-under. And yeah. I don't, I think we might have both thought there would be 18. Yeah. What we ended up counting was that there were 17 comedic relief moments. Things that things that we didn't question as being like, yeah, that was yeah. a joke. There were some things that we didn't count where we're like, you know whatever questionable and there were some things that we put in there where we're like i remember laughing at that in the movies or people laughed at that yeah um but we just thought that was i just thought that was so interesting that it, we nailed it perfectly on there would be 17 18 mm-hmm. jokes and that's, in again, the movie. It's, it's a very good number and then we had nostalgia moments like nostalgia nods as well throughout yeah. the film which I think I under tallied those. I landed on twenty three, but I stopped tallying once uh, we got to <sighs> Starkiller Base, which I think there were probably a lot. I think that whole scene is basically a giant nostalgia nod to the Death Star at the end of A New Hope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. There were a lot of there were some fun things that I had in here that I was like fun stuff. Uh, what did I write down? I can't even read. Oh, I liked Ray's bread, the portions. The, portion. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. quarter portion. The bread. And again, and like we were saying, that's the thing that um this movie had that the prequels didn't just like those little moments where you're kind of taken out and it's and it's again like I, I yeah. kind of said it was like a oh, Harry Potter cool. Harry Potter e moment, which yeah. is obviously you know is after Star Wars, but it's it's like a. Oh, look at look at this thing they have in this world that we don't have, right. you know. And it's just like those little things. And there were a couple of them that um, in that movie that are just generally. And compelling. I think, obviously, which uh, this has to be said just because of the prequels, the decision to go back to practical effects. It's so, deci- yeah. It just makes the movie so much more real. It makes the it feel it makes the stakes feel real. Like it's just so so much better. Yeah, uh, with you know these practical sets and uh, the way that you know everything's right there in their hand, it, they're around them. There's puppets, you know, that look really legit. Yeah, um, that part is that that makes it awesome. I mean, that was such that was the way to go for sure. Because I mean, you watch the prequels now, 
And especially once you get into Revenge of the Sith, which I actually very much enjoy as a movie, um, it's still, a lot of it is like, it is overwhelming blue screen, green screen. It is just a ton. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it can kind of be distracting that you're seeing these humans and then you're, it's, you know, since it's been 13 years or whatever. I mean, I guess the other day was 18 years since episode one came out. So it's been 13 or 12 years since episode three. It, it looks good, but it's still aged. Yeah. You know, like it's definitely aged compared to you go to the movies now and watch the Avengers or something like that. Mm-hmm. DC still looks like that though. <laughs> like Justice League still looks like, like shit. Like shit. Yeah, that could be episode three. Yeah, um, but uh, again, it, and we've said this: this movie was something of a uh, a pilot for the next right. phase of the universe. And if you are to view it that way, it did a good job of leaving you wanting more. Which um, hopefully this one that's coming out on Friday will provide. Yeah. And uh, another thing I wrote down, the kid from Love Actually is in it. Oh, yeah. He's uh, a drummer from Love Actually. Yeah, the little kid from Love Actually, Liam Neeson's son. Who is he Qui-Gon oh, Jinn's son? shit. Is he? Oh, is, are we that, crossing universes here? Uh, that's the Age of Zone era, but like, what is it? it might but be. it might be. Who like knows? He's grandson or something. Yeah, it could know. be. That's I don't good. know. Uh, <laughs> but he's in it in the beginning. He's the one that says something to Kylo when... Uh, Finn and Poe are trying to Get escape the... on the, in the TIE Fighter. Uh, That's good. Also, Snoke blatantly calls Luke the last Jedi. Yeah, we, we in, definitely... In the yeah, first scene that. with Snoke, yeah. he's like, he's got a map that will lead them to the last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Which we're like, oh, that's the title of the next movie. Oh, okay. It'd be great if it was... Luke uh, Skywalker. Yeah, it was like... And it's like the next one's called like... Four portions, like Star yeah. Wars. Four portions. <laughs> Quarter portions. Quarter portions. Um, also, Han Solo says mumbo jumbo. <laughs> when we said that, I I like fell out of my seat laughing. He thought, I used to think the Force was a bunch of mumbo jumbo. <laughs> just, think, just thinking about that is just cracking me up. Just that. And again, I think you pointed out that in the uh, in the the originals, Empire Strikes Back. There, there are part. Yeah, he says he says like I'll see you in hell, which like implies that there's a hell. It's just like these weird yeah. things that he brings in from our world, and just mumbo jumbo. Just like of That's all, such a fun. Just the fun like dumb names to like just just like dumb slang. Like, like he could have said, oh, I not, think like, that like, was nonsense. nonsense or just yeah. like stupid. Yeah, he's like it's mumbo jumbo. What is like? What is mumbo jumbo in our? Is it is it like <laughs> you know? Is Lou Bega? Is there a Star Wars Lou Bega doing the mumbo number mumbo five? Jumbo. Yeah, no, that's it, just like a, and again, I, I wonder how much thought was put. I mean, because I said like with this movie, so much of this was just like scientifically planned out. Yeah, did Kathleen Kennedy say anything? Like when she's going, he's like, "Guys, the script is it's great." great. She's in with like Kazan and JJ Abrams. Like, guys, script is great. Like, we love it. Like, bb 8s gonna sell a ton of toys. You know, it's like the X wings look great. Everything's great. Yeah. Why is the Force a bunch of mumbo jumbo? Yeah. And What's like, up with and this? They're like, trust me, they're gonna love it. Like, <laughs> it's a, it really. We were laughing for like a minute and a half <laughs> after that. Just we missed all things to say. All the rest of the lines of that scene <laughs> just, just a, from laughing. That's like a very important scene in the movie. Yeah, when he's, it's, 
He, yeah, and then he's it's, just... It's a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a dumb thing to say. It's in, kidding, in a way, <laughs> in a way, it's, like, really endearing. Like, no, part, it is. Part of me is like, yeah. Like, and again, like I, I, I said, and one of the things I like about this movie is that they just got dialogue right. And I Han don't, Solo is... Harrison Ford is great in this movie he's as Han so Solo. Funny. Like, I... I, I remember seeing it before and thinking like he was okay, but no, for some reason watching it at this time, he's the best part of the movie easily. Oh, like without a a shadow of a doubt, he is the best part when of this movie. When he calls him big deal, I love that. Yeah, he's no, just... and again, like we're we're I think we were definitely on the lookout for funnier parts of these movies. Right. And he has a lot of just the funny lines. Like that's not yeah. how the force works. That's not how the force <laughs> like, works. Women always it's yeah, he's women always know. And Don't that's me. and again, that's a credit to the jokes being good, but it's also a credit to Harrison Ford just being really funny. Yeah, like, he was great in it. Um Yeah, I don't know. I so again I think we're I think though that and looking back is really arguably the strong point of the movie is how funny it is. Yeah, you know, because like the, the the prequels had they had attempts at being funny, but mm-hmm. they just never no, never came off. It the was way that it did very. Movie. The problem with the prequels jokes is that they're all super heavy handed. Yeah, and with this movie, like we were saying, how it was hard to pick out comedic relief from each other is because a lot of the jokes are character driven where it's like Poe being like you got a cute boyfriend back the cute boyfriend you know like which isn't necessarily a joke but situationally with the character and knowing that he's like might be attracted to her or whatever it's a funny line um you know so there's that's the way that the comedy is held in this is it's just handled so much better than the heavy-handedness of the prequels. Yeah, you're not you're not really warned when they're in in the prequels. It's almost like the way that their faces are. Like you can tell. That, yeah. Oh, they're gonna say. But the problem, I think, the, a big problem with that is that they're standing on a soundstage that's blue, and yeah. they're like standing on an X. You know, like in this, they're in the Millennium Falcon. Like they're on a set. They're actually moving around a space where. You can look down and t- say something to someone. I don't know. I feel like that affects the acting so much. Yeah, and it no, makes I, it I so much better. You know, just as like someone who's done improv, like you're on a stage, just like in an area. But if you're like on a set, you can actually like be in the set and yeah, doing that's, things. That's really you know that's compared to true. a sketch or like a video sketch or something like that. That's um, yeah, that's very true. But uh. Yeah. yeah, that was held with... These a- movies, again, and I, I think they're just... As, as a tribute to the writing and just the nature of the characters, they're just more... It's just a more human-feeling movie. Right. You know, it's... The dialogue is... It's how people talk. And I, and I really noticed what you said about the way that uh, the... Po- or not Poe. Um, Finn character was handled. Oh, with the, with the way... being like a modern... A modern, modern man. You know, kind of hero, modern guy, you know early 20s or whatever it is yeah and it for some for some reason yeah he just gives me it's like and i know not necessarily in line with this particular character but it's almost like kind of like the zuckerberg type hero right you know i'm not saying he's a hero but just like the way in the social network where he's just this he's just not like a there's nothing comfortable about him you know there's nothing that says this guy like is in control whereas whereas han solo is just always in control which is what was good about luke in, yeah. in A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and which is what I hate about Luke in Return of the Jedi, is that in the first two, he's kind of 
clumsy. He doesn't really know what's going on. He makes a lot of mistakes. He gets in over his head, uh, which Finn does a lot in this movie. Uh, he's not necessarily confident, but he does the right things for the people around him. Yeah. You know, he's like, no matter what, I'm still like going to chase after Ray, or I'm going to find this person, even though my abilities aren't there. Yeah. And then you get to Return of the Jedi, and Luke is like this stoic kind of... Well, he becomes like a character from the, the prequels. Right. He becomes just a... Bore, like a, like a, uh, the, Nothing the, can hurt me. Yeah, he becomes the, the image of like objectivity. You know? Yeah. He becomes just authority yeah personified and that's just boring it's just boring you gotta have a flawed yeah he has no yeah he has no attitude yeah you know there's nothing that's compelling about that kind of character and that and this movie has a lot of those characters yeah i hope they don't make that same mistake with not necessarily the last jedi because i think there's still a lot of naivete left yeah exactly especially because it's i mean i guess this is a good segue into us talking about the last jedi and what we think might happen or what we kind of hope to find out mm-hmm. uh it meets up right next to yeah, this film apparently it takes so place, it's like... it, you know like the i don't know what the first frame is going to be because usually it starts in space but if anything it's going to be close to the first frame where mm-hmm. uh Ray is it, handing luke the lightsaber i mean it's you know? gonna start it would it would i'm assuming it's gonna start on octo right yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but also you have the the scroll or the crawl that comes in and then it usually starts with like a ship going into a planet or something like yeah, that. Yeah, which would be kind of surprising in this I don't know. Yeah, I don't know unless, you know, you get something happening with the first order, Kylo Watto, Ren and then you with Watto. With Watto, he comes in from the prequels. <laughs> I heard uh, another thing we were joking like in uh, in the in the Force Awakens there's that scene when uh, Kylo Ren is he's he's like sitting in front of the mat like the Vader man he's like I's like I I want to like do good for you like grandfather yeah and I, I want to just... finish what you started in the original trilogy <laughs> no I was just saying like instead instead of that like instead of the helmet it's just like like a framed picture of Watto yeah <laughs> I'll finish what you started I will finish what you started. Yeah. 50, 50. 50 50 but yeah i don't know i again i i hope like i said I, i've said this before, I, I just hope that this movie i i leave with just something yeah from the early reviews that i've seen or just i don't even see a full review but i've seen like snippets from people where they're saying it might be mm-hmm. their favorite one which i don't know if that's you know just because you've just seen it and you're like holy shit that was amazing yeah you know which because I know when I saw Rogue One for the first time, I was in love with it. Yeah, and it was mostly were. because of the last thirty minutes of that movie. Yeah, um, which I, now that like after rewatching it, like I said, after rewatching this, after rewatching that, you know, you get a better perspective on it. You yeah, know, like Rogue One has a lot of issues with the first like two acts, I think. Yeah, um, but I think the third act is amazing. But still. Um, I don't know. The Last Jedi. There's a. I got. You know. Is Phasma gonna have? The, is she gonna have a helmet moment. off moment in yeah. the? In the, I mean, what is it? Gwendolyn Christie, isn't that her name mm-hmm. from Game of Thrones? One thing I'm hoping for. There's a scene in The Force Awakens when uh, Han is walking into Maz Kanata's palace or whatever they call it. Yeah. And she's like, "Where's my boyfriend?" Right. And it sounds like she's joking, like mm-hmm. you know, like that. Oh, like you, like you know, calls like an old lady calls, you know. Where's like, my boyfriend to like a kid or yeah. like a baby or something? Right, like a, like a young relative. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, 
But what I just like to think that what if it was real? Like they're they're actually yeah. dating, and there's just gonna be like an explicit sex scene. <laughs> That's what really, I'm hoping. Like I, just like this like this movie is so good that they they're allowing like Wookie full frontal. I wanted to see like Tommy Wiseau like <laughs> the butt just uh, of of Chewbacca just. <laughs> He has sex with Maz's belly button. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly. Can we stop talking right. about this? <laughs> I, I'm, I regret having brought it up. Nope, it's happening. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Good. Well, this is on me. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I yeah. Part of me, it's like I've had like a lot of crazy shit happening like lately. It's like I, yeah. I was in a minor car accident yesterday, and like I just got like all this crap going on with like my apartment and. Other stuff, but like now I'm like, oh, it's on Friday. Like it's kind of in a way, kind of like crept up. Yeah, on it's me. coming out in three days. That's how I feel. I was thinking about it earlier today, and I'm just like, wow, it really comes out in like three days. Like I've been waiting for this for like a year. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know? I feel like I was more excited a year ago than I am now. It's yeah, not that I'm not excited. I'm just kind of like, okay, it's coming out. Like great. Like this is, like this I is think- gonna this is gonna be something that will occupy my mind instead of just like the dread of like. Uh, I gotta go get the fucking car rental car and all right. this and that. Like it's it's in a way and again, ultimately I think that's the point of these movies is to make yeah. you not you know just kind of be away for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I mean that, these are pure escapism. That's what uh, they were on the cast of the Last Jedi was on Jimmy Kimmel I didn't last watch week. That yet. And they basically were like, yeah, this is pure escapism at its finest. Like that is what we're doing here. Like shit's crazy. We realize that the world is going nuts. Things are on fire. Uh, you know, there's a lot of horrible things out there, but like you, you can know, go for two and a half hours. Yeah, and you can like... go and and hopefully enjoy yourself and really dive into this thing, which you know is not as, real. Is not real. But and, uh, I, and again, I think you know, in that, in some ways, to me, the the whole political climate almost puts more pressure on this movie to like really hit. You know, to, to really be something. be something that like can like make someone's holiday season better like especially like like if Roy Moore wins like I'm gonna be in a shitty mood all week well there's a I feel like this movie has a responsibility that the other Star Wars films hasn't necessarily had in that in that respect in the idea that this film could say something about you know because we are in such a binary time as politically and in you know with the internet and just you're either on the good side or the bad side of something. You're either on the left or the right. You know, you're on one side or the other, and the other side's always wrong, and you're always right. And yeah. you can't mix the two. If you go one way, then you're all the way that way. Yeah. You know. And I think it's gonna go that way. I, I remember I was reading something with Laura Dern's character, who, yeah. who's apparently, and this is all. I think this is all public that she's supposed to be a controversial figure. She's not supposed to just be. Uh, and she's a she's a, rebel, a rebellion or resistance mm-hmm. uh, figure, but apparently she's supposed to you know be kind of you know debatable, yeah. which is great. Like I yeah. I, I that would be so refreshing. Yeah, to because again in in Star Wars so much of it is just good versus evil, which is you know an ultimately compelling and relatable thing within mm-hmm. everyone, but at the same time it's like not that applicable. I mean. Yeah. In a way, it is applicable, but like in a negative sense, right? Um, but yeah, I don't right. know. I'm... It it puts you in a corner, and I think there has been a lot of talk about like I don't know if it's it was just in the extended universe of Star Wars with the books, or if it's actually been brought into canon again about the Gray Jedi, which is in the middle of 
the which is in the middle. Is that a is that a thing from? It's apparently it's a thing. I, I don't know if it's if it's from if it's like from canon. the legends category now or if it is canon. But there was such a thing, or there is such a thing as the gray Jedi, which is in the middle of the light and the dark and takes you know the middle path because things are messy. Like that, things aren't one way or the other, you know. Which is in the first preview that came out where Luke is saying it's time for the Jedi to end, you know, the battle between good and evil. I think what he's really talking about is like the binary system of this whole thing. It's never going to end. So the only way to do it is to is to take out both and just have, you know, that middle path. Which is in now I'm thinking about it kind of the opposite of Rogue One. Right. Rogue One is like there's good and evil, like, you gotta do shit. Well, that's what all these movies are. Yeah. Is that there's good and evil. I mean, episode three, that's the whole thing, you know? It's, yeah. it, like, you're, now you're on the dark side. Now you are Darth Vader. Now I'm on the light side. The Jedi are evil. The Sith are evil. You know, it's Marvel everyone pointing Jedi. fingers. Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly... That's why I feel like episode three has aged better than a lot of these movies, in that if you watch it now, it's like very similar to what's happening with you know the fascism that's rising yeah you know uh nationalism and things like that yeah like the keaton kid (laughs) yeah exactly the keaton kid on twitter dude he's a racist he is a racist good for i don't know if he's a racist or his family's a racist but i'm just so happy that whatever's okay yeah i guess this gets far away from the point (laughs) what does this have to yeah what does it have to do with ray's mom yeah (laughs) who is snoke who is Snoke? I don't know. I like to think Snoke is just like a janitor who got a hold of like a projection thing. Yeah. And he's just pulling all these strings from like a closet somewhere on Coruscant. Yeah. That'd be great. That would be pretty great. I just want I just want one dumb thing to happen. Like mm-hmm. one just dumb thing in these movies. You know, something like yeah. that. Just something I just want to see I want one person I want one bathroom scene. Just one. One bathroom scene. Has there scene? been a bathroom scene in Star Wars before? Like a scene of someone like taking a shit? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, po- wasn't Finn a janitor? Didn't they say that? He's he worked in sanitation? Yeah, he did talk about working in sanitation, which is just funny that they have, like, a sanitation department. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, has there been a shit in Star I don't think so. Has anyone pooped in Star Has there been, like, a scene where they walk out and it's you just hear, like, a... Like, a, just a flush? <laughs> and then they're just talking. I hope so. That would be great. Ryan Johnson, I know you're listening. Obi-Wan movies. Yeah, we oh, want one scene. Of, just please, of a poop. someone a put it in there. I mean, I feel like maybe they're like beyond. Like they don't have. They've made a joke about bantha fodder, which I'm thinking is like bantha poop. Um, yeah, or no, I know a ban- bantha fodder is just like a lame, a lame duck. Okay. Um, uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm cool. trying to think. Like, you know, like Obi Wan's cottage and Tatooine like it's gotta was be there plumbing? it's hot there <laughs> there's, like, there's not there's... much water you're not flushing much like just one yeah. toilet Kathleen Kennedy know you're listening one I mean, scene with it, a toilet at least Luke lived on a moisture farm so they could flush <laughs> you know like that was where they yeah well Dacobah is arguably just one giant toilet well that's true okay. yeah that's yeah okay I mean like yeah I guess I mean, mm-hmm. could you imagine how many toilets there must have been on, like, Starkiller Base or, like, the Death Star? Oh, a ton. God. And do you think they re... It's like they have to reuse that stuff somehow. Yeah. You know, like, it's I, recyclable. 
I guess like um, turn it into fuel. Yeah, I, I feel like they probably figured out a way to do that because like, I mean, they can go. You can do it. Speed. You can do it here. You can do it there. You yeah. know. I, I mean, know. mumbo jumbo exists in that universe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> mumbo jumbo. Why? Mumbo jumbo. Why? Okay, I don't want to talk. This is all mumbo jumbo. All right. Well, that was a pretty good movie. It's uh, a good movie. Uh, I can't wait for The Last Jedi. And John, actually, I have a surprise for you. What? I got a screener of The Last Jedi. Oh, shit. So, Want to go watch it? Yeah, let's go watch it now, and then we'll come back, and this will be an exclusive on You Are What You've Seen. We're going to talk to you about The Last Jedi right now. Yep. Before it comes out in theaters. Yes. All right, let's go watch it. Holy shit! I can't believe it. I can't believe it. That was in. It's so good. Oh my god! It's so good. Oh my god! It's amazing. You guys, uh, they did it again. They did it. They did it again. They did it. I can't believe Snoke turned out to be. Should we say it? I mean, should we? Well, no. I mean. this is spoiler uh, spoiler oh, no. alerts spoiler Spoil- alerts like real spoilers yeah these, these are yeah this is real all right so the movie starts off like we said on octo all yeah. right mm-hmm. and the crazy part about octo is that there turns out to be another moisture farm there's another moisture farm on octo yep Luke has actually created a replica of the moisture farm from Tatooine. From Tatooine and put it on Octo. He's gone crazy over the last ten years. Yes. Yeah. He's he hasn't talked to anyone besides the porgs, which no. he is also eating. Which he's let's also... be let's be very clear. Yeah. There is a scene when he asks Ray if she had brought any ketchup from the resistance because right. he ran out. And she's like, why? And he's like, oh, look at this. And he and he has he, it on a spick, and he's just spinning it. He's spinning it, yeah. While the other ones are in cages. Yeah. Just around it's, screaming. It is crazy. It is wild. Um, the por- Yeah, and the porgs are, they're, and they speak English. They do speak and English. They're just kind of like the droids in the prequels, yeah. where they're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And, but Luke knows what, he thinks he knows what they're saying. Exactly. He thinks they're saying, like, oh, you should eat us, Luke. They're actually saying, like, stop this, you madman. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that, the, the fact that this that scene took, like, 15 minutes. It was a 15-minute scene. To start it off. And the thing is, the, the opening. It was like the cooking scene from God, <laughs> Goodfellas when yeah. they're in jail. Yeah. Where he's just showing you how to slice the porgs Gar- yeah, and the get, garlic. like, the yeah. good the good, uh, yeah. good portions. And, and the funny thing is, it's like it go So, like, the title crawl is, like, you know, the la- like episode, uh, what? This eight. is eight. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi. And then it goes, like, this big thing. It's like, you know, like, Kylo Ren has gotten the Knights of Ren back together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're all hanging out yeah and it's like and it's like this pretty normal crawls like you know you know mm-hmm. like admiral or like general solo is you know getting ready to hit a critical blow to the to the first order right. and then it just goes to octo where all this crazy shit is yeah happening with exactly eating. um and then it cuts and then you get to see finn yep who is in a wheelchair and yeah. he's basically He's gotten Professor X type powers, which yeah. I thought was an interesting take. Yeah, you know that that now that he's lost his legs, now he's kind of like this Professor X type guy. Yeah, they cut off his legs. They cut off his legs. They he has General Grievous legs. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's on there and he's doing these mind tricks, yeah. which it's basic. It's 
It's really like just basic magic tricks. It's yeah. like he has a deck of cards. But he thinks, but like he thinks that they're these insane. Like Leia's song is like, "You're doing a great job, fam!" Like she's yeah. saying, "You're doing the wars." It's more like a Make a Wish type thing, right? But he's just like you. He's like doing dumb card tricks. Yeah, you know, like it's weird, and it's like he, and so he. He's wearing he's wearing Poe's jacket, right? And he's just telling everyone to call him Poe. Yeah, and and Poe is just like, this is not this is getting this is, weird, this is you weird. guys. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm Llewellyn Davis. He's like, I'm Poe. Like, yeah, and then there's the yeah, then there's like a it's it's so goofy. It's really goofy. It's like, that's the one thing we were surprised. We were expecting this movie to be dark. It was Brian Johnson went. He like, went goofy. He went more episode two than episode five. Yeah, that's very true. It was, yeah, it was just really goofy. Just like when there's that scene in like when uh, they're on like Kylo Ren's ship, right? And they're and it's like it's just like this weird like that '70s show type thing where they're where they're all sitting in a circle mm-hmm. and they're just like yeah, and they're just talking about like, and like then Leonard they, Skinner. It's so yeah, weird. and they do a weird like. Three Stooges type thing where they just slap each other in the face and do like bonks on the head for like four minutes. Yeah, where it's I just, was, it's funny though. It is funny. It's funny. It's pretty and good it, comedic relief. Yeah, and it's just like and Kylo Ren just like wearing jeans. He's, he's just wearing, got a pair of Levi's. He's got on. Levi's on throughout the whole movie, and he just like and he keeps on telling the rest of the Knights of Ren. He's like, you guys like he's like these jeans. jeans. Like they're great. They're, I got them on sale at Gap. Yeah, and he like keeps plugging Gap. Yeah, for some, I didn't know Gap was in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, um, well, you know, it's in well, it's in a deleted scene from Episode Two when they're on Coruscant and they're like oh, walking right. around. Yeah, it's like you know that when they're they're chasing that girl right. on the thing. There's a gap next door to that bar. Yeah, there's a gap. <laughs> yeah, there's a gap. There's a gap right and it, there. It turns out that yeah, and Snoke is one of the people in the Cantina band. Yeah, he was like their manager, but they like cut him out they after cut some him out. shady contract, mm-hmm. and he just went really dark. Yeah, um, it's it's good though. It's pretty good, and it, when it comes down to the end, base. I mean, just to fast forward a little bit spoilers, to the end. Obviously. Spoilers, obviously. Uh, you get to the end, and we're back on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. They they go back to Tatooine, but like, but Boss Eisley has become really gentrified. Yeah, it's really gentrified. There's like it's a Starbucks off, there it's now. It's so bad. Yeah, it's like you see like there's like a space Starbucks. There's not a cantina scene, but there's like a space Starbucks scene. Yeah, with a bunch of like space hipsters instead yeah. of instead of space. And everyone's Bohemians. like, yeah. you know, they're all kind of like, what is this guy doing here with his cloak and his beard and his. He's eating meat. Ew, gross. Yeah. They're like all vegans. Yeah. And Ray, you know, she's there and she's just like, why are we on Tatooine? What is happening? You you were supposed to be the last Jedi. Like, you know, she's really disappointed in what she's found in this guy. And like, but like Luke's also really like remorseful going back to like the town that he grew up right. in. And it's all like, and it's not what he remembers. So basically what Luke does is he has his lightsaber and he goes in to this hut and it's Obi-Wan's old hut. And but what it is is instead of finding like Obi Wan there, it's just James Earl Jones. Yeah, it's like the Sandlot. It's like the end of the Sandlot. Yeah. But he returns his uh, yeah. lightsaber for some reason to James. It's not Darth Vader. It's James Earl Jones. Yeah, it was. I, but I liked it. I know? enjoyed it. And you know the big themes of you know like they're like you know the Jedi should be over. It's like. You know, the, they kind of wrap that up about ten minutes into the movie and move on. Right, and yeah, there's like so when 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 he's having this dinner of porgs with Ray, he's just explaining. It's like yeah, he's like you know there, there's you know going by a two sided coin metaphor all the time. It's just like you know it's just not right. You know, it's, yeah. or that's not the, he's like you know dark and light. Like it's just you know that's not how it is. Like some exactly. you know, nobody's nobody is one or the other. 
Yeah. And the rest of it is just this weird kind of like Richard Linklater type, mm-hmm. like moderately connected story. Yeah. Um, and there's just yeah, there's like a scene when they're on um, what planet was it? Was it what? Naboo? No. No, no, it was Naboo because it was. Yeah, it was on Naboo, and it's like uh, Ray was just there, like you know, having a latte, and she like runs into Kylo Ren, right? And like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, it's yeah. good to see you. Oh it's my just, god, she's like, it's like you're it's... my you're my brother, you're my cousin. Like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, we're, it's I like don't know. you know, it's, it's like you know, what? it's just it's just good to see you. Like, sorry about the face. Yeah, like you look great. Like you you're because you're in shape. What happened is is kind of like a you got mail moment. Ray and Kylo they swiped right on each other accidentally on yeah. uh, this. Uh, this dating app and yeah. they were texting back and forth and there and he's like you know sitting there with his friends on his ship and he's like i don't know i met this chick I like think- should i text back so like when should i text back like should, yeah. should we go to her planet or like should i invite her here yeah they want to go in like a neutral location naboo yeah because the thing is about kylo's picture is that it's in a mask so yeah. she doesn't really know well, it's, it's a new mask it's a new mask because his old one is gone now yeah it's like um what kind of mask is it? It's like like one of those like one of those horse masks, right? <laughs> yeah, so like an EDM show. Yeah, it's great. And like, but like Ray thinks his description's funny. Like that, mm-hmm. you know, he's just he has a really funny bio. Yeah, and, and so they hit it off on there. They both like like Wilco. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's, it's so it's yeah. And there's just like these really great like lo- like moments of just like love. Yeah, there's a know? lot of love. There's the wedding. Yeah. There's the wedding. The wedding is so funny. Yeah, the wedding is great. I, I um, can't, yeah, it's just... Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a wedding, yeah. and it's great. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say uh, who's getting married or how many parties are involved. But let's just say it's a lot like Wedding Crashers. Yep. And instead of Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, it's, spoiler, Jar Jar Binks... And Watto. And Watto. <laughs> and they're there. Yeah. And they... they're, they're crashing. They're crashing the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, they're crashing the wedding. Well, it's actually... Um... It's a hutsy wedding, so it's a, it's a bunch of huts. <laughs> and it's kind of like... <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's Jabba's, like, nephew. Yeah. Um, and, like, but Leia's there, and, like, they, they bury the hatchet with, like, she buried the hatchet with all the huts. And right. she's kind of like, I'm sorry. And they're like, yeah, we shouldn't have put you in that, that metal bikini. And they're like, you know what, like... Like let's like let's let bygones be bygones. Like you're right. not evil, I'm not good. You're let's not good, I'm not evil. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is all better if we all just are coping. Yeah, we're all just together. You know. Yeah. The but the wedding, we don't want to say who it is. We don't want. I mean, it's there's some huts, but let's just yeah, we don't want to say exactly who it is because I feel like there's there is a big kind of cliffhanger at the end of the movie too. You know, setting you up for the third one, yeah. which we it it's untitled yet. I guess episode nine. There's yeah. a cliffhanger. Um, when they actually, well, should we say something? We should. I, I mean, mean, we should just say something. We already said that. I mean, yeah, we should give them a teaser. We should give them a hint. All right. So they're back. Um, what was the planet where the clones are? Oh, uh, um, oh, fuck. What was that planet? <laughs> what was that planet called? Don't say, oh, don't, just keep on talking about the cliffhanger. So they're. The rainy one. Yeah, the rainy planet from episode two. Yeah, um. What was it called? It's with all the weird long neck aliens. Yeah. So basically, but like they've gotten like now they 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 run like a circus. They run a circus. Those those ones. And BB-8 is there. He's their main attraction. <laughs> yeah, and he he just like he's doing like kind of like goofy like Marx Brothers type things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but like yeah, it's great. And he's, so basically, they they have to get him and because Chewbacca was captured by them too, and he's like. 
but he's in a dress. They put him in a Camino. dress. They're on Camino. They're on Camino. Yeah. yeah. And they put Chewbacca in a dress, and they're like, it's the bearded lady. And he's like, I'm a man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the thing is, yeah, and it's like, well, the weird thing is, so they got, so they got like, I think, yeah, Peter Mayhew and that other guy, like, rotate as Chewbacca. Yeah. But they, the fact that they decided to just forget that he doesn't speak, and they just cast the guy, the guy who plays E on Entourage, right? He voices Chewbacca, and it's just like talking. The it's whole time. really weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought it was, you know, again, I, I, like I said, I wanted to feel things about this movie. I wanted it to take risks, and I feel like that's a risk. It did took it took some risks. Yeah, and I think they paid off. Yeah. What was the cliffhanger about the circus? The cliffhanger was about the circus <laughs> because we don't. They're about to show you who runs the circus, but then it just it fades out. And yeah. you're like, who was the circus master? <laughs> and that's really what it's all about, because you realize that, like in Men in Black, the circus is just inside a marble, which is inside another marble, which is the galaxy. Yeah, and the crazy thing is that the galaxy is one of the infinity stones from the <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, again, I, I hope we didn't spoil too much. I hope we didn't spoil too much, but... It's great. It's a, I'm six stars out of five. Six stars. Yeah. Jesus. I know six wow. stars. I don't know. That's um, that's one. That's one of the best lines. Is also, Hayden Christensen is just in the movie. <laughs> he's just in. He's not even playing Anakin. He's just a guy in yeah. the movie. He's one of the um. Yeah. He's just like in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they're like taking like George Lucas is in there. I feel like he makes like a a Hitchcock type. Yeah. Appearance, you know, like he's selling cotton well, candy. Well, no, he's, at the he's actually just walking on his hands in the circus. Yeah, exactly. He's comic. That's it. It's great, but it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fun. Like it's a it's it's a family romp. It's that, a romp. There's yeah. just it's nonstop. Like you know, this movie had 17 jokes. This one had like 170. Yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, I think that so go see that this weekend, The Last, the Last Jedi, Jedi. Unless you know me and you just want me to send you the dvd that i just had um but yeah that was awesome thank you guys for listening uh i hope you enjoy the last jedi as much as we did i know (laughs) we did did. because that movie rocks yes all right peace out